Garfield Japan. What's up, Peters? Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Got Fit in Japan. I am your host, Johnny. And I'm downtown Tokyo. That's right. And as you fine folks know, Got Fit in Japan is about two dudes, booze, Japan in the news. Tommy. What episode is this? 533. 533. So because Got Fitted Japan is about two dudes booze, I got to say I'm drinking a very potent gin and tonic. What are you drinking, my friend? Uh, 9% shoe high. 9% shoe high in a can. Uh, is that lemon flavored? Yes, it is. I can I... tell. Did, huh? the yellow, did the yellow color give it away? The yellow can gave it away. Yeah, dude, I love the yellow ones. Those are great, dude. Oh, the little slight taste of lemon with hardcore alcohol. 9%. You really can't fuck with that shit in Japan, man. That's the one thing about Japan. They got beer, which is 5.5%. And then they got um, Hoposhu, which is 5%. And then they've got this 9% fucking booze. And it's super cheap. It's like, how much was that? It was like uh, 150 yen, $1.50. Oh, I don't remember, dude. It was so wasted when I bought this, but like, yeah, pro- probably something about that. I mean, they're cheap as hell, man. Actually, I might, I might start drinking more of these, man, because they're they're cheaper than beer and have a lot less calories. Oh yeah, dude, they're the way to go. If you want to get your fade on, dude, drink one of those chew highs, man. Nine percent is like a buck fifty. You drink two of them and you're fucking faded, man. You know what you should do, man? I mean, because they're so even though they're they're very potent. They're very light, right? So you can like drink that can in like maybe what a minute if you really wanted to. So I highly recommend getting like a big cup, filling it up with ice, and then pouring that in there. And then you know you kind of have a slushy after like what maybe two or three minutes and shit. And then it kind of waters it down a little bit, you know. I mean, it's already kind of watery, you know. Yeah, dude. I mean, you can get the, some of the tall boys for like two bucks, maybe yeah, around two hundred yen. Man, they, they will send you flying. Oh, they will. They like, will. Like, 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 you, like you say, yeah. Because like you say, they're pretty potent and they just go down smooth. I mean, you barely taste the alcohol. Alcohol in these. Oh yeah, they're fantastic. They're absolutely fantastic. Yeah, if you're drinking streeters, actually, you know what? If you want to get your fade on and you're drinking streeters, like after the fucking pandemic is over, the pink elephant in the room, as we say, um, I recommend getting a beer like an Asahi Super Dry, fucking the Silver Bullet, the real Silver Bullet. You drink one of those down, then you drink one of these chew highs, right? These nine percent chew highs, these stronger chew highs, right? You drink one of those, and then you go back to beer, then you go back and forth, man. You are going to get your fade on fucking quick, and it's going to be very, very inexpensive. What do you think, Todd? Yeah, you agree? So you disagree? Much- Kick me in the balls. What do you think? No, 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 no. I, I agree with you. I know I agree with you because that's exactly what me and Sean did when he came over. 
So like my, my good buddy, Sean, who's been on the show a bunch of times, like he's been messaging me and he's just like, he just messaged me and he's like, dude, straight up, I'm just fucking bored. Can we please hang out? And I was like, yeah, man. I mean, he's one of my best friends. I said, of course. Nice. I said, you know, pick a day, Saturday or yeah, pick a day or Saturday or Sunday. He goes up. Well, it's going to piss down rain on Sunday or sorry, Saturday. And I'm biking over. So Sunday, I was like, that's cool. So then then like Saturday evening, he just messaged me. And he's like, dude, I'm just fucking bored. Can we please, please, please hang out? And I was like, I don't want to say no. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I, I just had dinner and like figured, yeah, you know, it's, it's cool. But, you know, my, my wife and kid have gone to bed. So I figured, yeah, it's cool. We can hang. So he shows up pretty wasted. Then we then we start drinking. Then he got even more wasted. And I was yeah. like, oh, I was like, oh, dude. And then started pissing down rain again. I was like, oh man, like I I couldn't tell him you you, you got to go back. Like he was in no shape to fucking bicycle back. And then I, I didn't want to let him sleep sleep on the street. So I was like, all right, dude, you, you can sleep on my couch. But you got to be fucking careful. And boy, boy, am I gonna be in trouble? My wife's gonna be so fucking pissed, dude. That I didn't tell her in advance. So I, I fucking woke her up. And I was like, um, honey, Sean's here and he's kind of drunk and he needs a place to stay. And can please stay on the couch. And like, surprisingly, she was just cool with it. She just kind of rolled with it. I think, uh, I think she kind of understands, you know, because of the pandemic and everything, everyone's going, getting bored and getting stir crazy. So I think she just kind of rolled with it. And she's like, yeah, it's fine. Just tell him to be quiet. Cool. Good wife. So, yeah. Yeah. She, yeah. She's, she's, she's been good to me then. So the next day, like, Dude, we had to wait. We would wake up at seven because basically that's when my kid wakes up. So you kind of don't have a choice. Like, you know, he ain't, ain't going to let you sleep. So like Kids next day we don't woke let up you at sleep. seven. No, we, we woke up at seven like the next day and immediately started drinking. But And by like fucking lunchtime, we were both soused. So I went out. Uh, I made some really good food, though. I made, uh, was it garlic butter and uh, shrimp with champagne sauce? It was fucking amazing. Some, some garlic bread on the side. Oh, my God. It was so good. But well, Dude, I was loaded dude isn't so cooking this, really got... isn't cooking really dangerous when you're that loaded i don't know dude i like never cook sober i always have like a drink or two before i cook actually when you go to restaurants most chefs are in the same boat so okay yeah <laughs> good point <laughs> you know I'm, I'm, i don't know man i don't know how to how else to explain it but like you know cooking like I don't know, man. Cooking when you've had a bit to drink just kind of it feels right, man. Because you know you're you know you're a little bit juicy, goosey, loosey, open minded and whatnot. But yeah, man, I got fucking the zone. I was just loaded and just fried up a bunch of garlic shrimp and baked it, and like it was fucking hella good, dude. I guess so, maybe yeah, you're more a, carefree. You know, you're just like shrimp, yeah, throw some shrimp in there, and oh, we got ketchup. Fuck it, so pour some ketchup in there. Holy shit, <laughs> bacon! Everything goes good with bacon. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> throw bacon in there and shit, and all of a sudden you finish, and you guys start eating it, and when you're fucking wasted, everything tastes good, right? So you're just like, oh, this is so good. I can't believe I cooked this. Fuck you, Uber Eats. I am Uber Eats. I am Tom. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much dude i i had like i had the weirdest thing like uh years ago when i was staying in that fucking guest house that was like uh next door to womb oh, so we had this big old house. yeah we had this big old house party right yeah it was fucking yeah it was, it was interesting times of, like at a big old house party and it, you know it goes good everybody gets along everybody has fun you know we're all we're you know it's like maybe four it's i think i want to say about four in the morning and people are about ready to leave because they're getting hungry and like my fucking drunk dumbass was like, don't leave. Cause I wanted to, you know, I was trying to be a good host. And I wanted to keep the party going. I was like, don't leave. I'll cook. 
So I go into my, I start fucking rummaging through my stuff and I go into my stuff and like all I had was like pasta noodles. That's it. So I start fucking rooting around the fucking kitchen because there's other stuff in there. And so I was so wasted. I just boiled pasta in like half soy sauce and half fucking olive oil. Whoa. That's like just Asian straight up Italian boiled. fusion, man. No, like no other ingredients, just fucking no water, no nothing, just straight up fucking pour, dumped like half, you know, half the bottles in and just fucking brewed it up. And like, dude, we were so wasted. Like everyone was like, oh, man, this is awesome. This is fucking great. Like a couple weeks later, I was like, I remember because I was pissed drunk at the time. A couple weeks later, I remember like, oh, that was pretty good. I'll try it again. I tried making it again. I'm like, oh, my God, is it awful? Like, <laughs> like what was I? Like, I guess I, I I guess you're right, though. Like, I guess when you're wasted, like, everything tastes good. Well, not everything. But, uh, yeah, everything tastes a little bit better. Oh, man. Hey, Tom, question. <clears throat> did you listen to the last show? Yeah, I did, man. Uh, I, 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 If I had a hat on, I would be tipping it towards you because you did a fantastic fucking job on the editing, man. Oh, thank you. Um, Do you remember recommending and talking about uh, The Force of Love? So we recovery. Yes, I do. You do? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So in our last episode, we did a double barrel of serial killers in Japan. And the second serial killer that we did, that we covered, um, a movie was made of him. And it was loosely made of his life and uh, all the crazy shit that he got up to and stuff. And the name of the movie is called The Forest of Love. Now, I watched that. And there's two movies on Netflix, right? And there's the movie, there's the first movie, which is like two and a half hours, but it's actually edited down from a series, like a, uh, what's it called? Like a movie series or whatever that they did Mm -hmm. in this guy's life. And there's like, I think there's like eight episodes. Every episode is like an hour long. So it's like this eight hour series. And it's called The Forest of Love Deep Cut, which is like the whole fucking movie of this guy's life. And it's Mm -hmm. loosely, it loosely covers his life. You know, it's like this kind of like, it's got subplots and stuff in it and stuff, whatever. But it is fucking insane. It is dark. Now, I love insane, dark Japanese movies. And I've seen a shit ton of them, right? And um, mm. this one here, it was released last year in 19, no, 2019, and it is fucking insane, dude. The acting is crazy. The story is crazy. There's a lot of fucking, like, A-list actors, like Japanese actors that are in it, and it is fucking great, dude. So, Faders, if you're out there listening, if you listen to the last episode and you're listening to this episode now, after this show, watch The Force of Love on Netflix. Now, I recommend watching The Deep Cut. But if you don't have the time, just watch the regular movie, which is like, as I said, it's like two and a half hours long. And one of the actors, I posted our show, like an image, was it called the show thumbnail or whatever? I posted that on Instagram and fucking one of the actors in the fucking movie fucking liked the picture, dude. This guy, I got to give a shout out. I know she Yeah. To Dai Hasegawa. So Dai Hasegawa, thank you very much for, uh, I guess maybe he's following us on Instagram or some shit. I don't know. But that was pretty fucking cool, man. I was like. Oh, dude. Holy shit. This is... Uh, should I tell somebody? I should tell... So- I should tell everybody. Holy shit. So it's the guy with the short, curly hair. 
And he's one of the uh, directors in the uh, documentary that's within the movie and stuff. You'll know who I'm talking about once you watch the movie or if you have seen the movie. But that movie is fucking insane, dude. There's a lot of murder, a lot of rape, and it's really fucking dark. But if you can stomach that kind of shit, dude, then you're going to fucking love this movie, dude. Fucking, it was great. So I saw the movie itself, and then I went back and I watched uh, the deep cut. And I haven't seen every episode of the deep cut because it's kind of like the movie, but it's a little, it's a lot more ex- extended or whatever. There's a lot more information. And it was just like too much. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. yeah, faders, if you can do it, do it. I highly recommend it. And the director is Sono Sian. And Sono Sian, he's done a lot of fucking movies. Um, he's um, you might know him as the director of Suicide Club, Tokyo Tribe. Uh, he did uh, what was that one? Cold Fish, and uh, was it uh, Tokyo Tokyo Vampire Hotel? So he's done those movies plus a whole lot more. He's been making movies since I think like the seventies. And uh, he's getting up there. He's not too popular in America, but he's like really, really popular in France. In France, I, France just loves this guy. They love everything he does. So he's he's actually won a lot of like French like movie awards and stuff. But uh, yeah, yeah, his name is Sono Sian. And uh, yeah, all his movies are pretty crazy. He's not as crazy as Takashi Miike, but um, he's up there. <laughs> you can't fuck with I mean- Ichi the Killer. Okay, I mean, my my personal my personal take on this. I mean, you got to really hand it to the Japanese. I mean, they do do horror very well. Mm-hmm. Oh, I they mean, do. Like, you know, I, I think pretty much everybody all over the world knows that. But they they, they, they do horror really well because they're really good at getting inside your head and just like doing psychological warfare and just fucking with your brain. Yeah. Oh, but this so, isn't like a yeah, horror I mean, movie. I, this I, is I, like. I, uh, oh, go go. For I it, haven't right. seen the movie yet, but. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen the movie yet, but I'm, I'm sure it's fucking excellent. It's definitely on my to-do list, but man. Like I said, I, went, I, I was working full-time now as a security guard, and boy, is it fucking boring as shit. You gotta fucking get like, one there. of those Apple watches where you can watch movies on your watch, and you could just stand there and cross your arms and just look down at your wrist and watch movies and have like maybe like an earbud or an Apple bud. I don't know what the name is, but you can have one of those in your ears and shit. So basically you could just stand around for eight hours and just watch movies. Dude, you can binge watch every motherfucking movie on Netflix, dude. If you're doing that job eight hours a day, five days a week, dude, you could cover pretty much everything and anything and you're getting paid, yo. You're getting money, man. Money in your pocket. Dude, I really wish it was like that. Unfortunately, it's fucking not, dude. I mean, they're they're fucking super strict about, you know, fucking like that. We are kind of monitor and supervised. So I can't be like I can get in trouble. I could pot- potentially get fired for pulling a stunt like that. So, no, I wish. And like, you know, I've, I've, I've been fired enough. Like, I think being fired once a year is like more than enough for me. And I was, <laughs> I was I remember I was fired from last year a couple months ago. Yeah. Speaking of which, though, when I, when I when I did come home, so like I came home and I was like playing my son, like crazy thing I saw on TV. So like I'm just sitting there just fucking chilling and just like watching TV. And I'm kind of playing my son, playing with my son, you know, so I'm kind of only half paying attention to the TV. And like my, my wife's always got like the fucking TV on so that you can just distract the kid and everything. And it's just kind of background noise. I don't really pay too much attention to it because like I'm going to be honest. I like Japanese movies, but I tend to think like Japanese TV sucks balls. But anyway... So I start watching. So, so I'm kind of half paying attention as I'm playing with my kid. And then like, what was it? So like, I kind of start paying a little bit more attention because I look up and because the, there's this couple on, they're on a first class flight. Why they're doing it flying at such a time this, like now? I've got no fucking idea. But this couple's on a first class flight. I'm sorry, flight. Flight. I misspoke. 
they're on a first class fucking flight and like there's like a fucking like the seat like across the aisle like the dude basically starts having a heart attack and like guys like fucking rushing over there and for whatever reason this dumbass fucking couples decides to have a decides to I don't know, fucking start a huge fight and they get into it while this dude's having a, you know, fucking one aisle over is having a fucking heart attack. And I'm looking at, and actually like, I knew this couple, like it's, it's weird. Like, you know, seeing people that you've met, like on TV, like fucking just seeing them show up. So anyway, so they're fucking, they start, they start arguing. And like, how do I say, like, I know the couple, like the, the, uh, they live in Japan. Then, then they move back. And I think that now they're back in Japan. I don't know, man. But like, Long story short, like, to be honest, like, they were friends, but, like, once I – how did I say they The kind of people that, like, the more I got to know them, the less I liked them because, like, the girl's really bitchy and the guy's kind of a dick. And they're, they're the kind of t- couple that, like, you know, have, would have, like, frequent fights in, in, like, public and, like, you know, try to get their friends to, like, you know, take sides and everything. It's like, which I, I want nothing of. I don't need any of that fucking drama bullshit. Yeah. Anyways – the guy gets it like the the guy's half Japanese and half white, and the, the girl's like you know a white girl from America. They're both American, anyway. So like, they get into it, and like they start fucking yelling at each other, and the guy just like fucking cocks back, properly winds up and bitch slaps her hard. Wait, 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 Tom, Tom, wait, I think you lost me for a second. Um, this is a TV show, a movie, or this really happened? <clears throat> this really happened. It was, I mean, it was on TV, but they were talking about it. But like, dude, like I actually knew this couple and they weren't acting. This is like legit real. They're flying Wait, first class. This dude, is on like, the one, news. One, yeah, it was like the news or something, man. The dude just fucking wound up, like reached back and just properly bitch slapped. He tagged her really fucking good. What where the he got fuck? jumped by. A... I know, dude. I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, why? Why? I know, I know the guy. I thought I was kind of thought the guy was a bit of a dick, but dude, to like fucking like slap your wife on like first class flight, like international flight, like what? What are you thinking? Wait, is Anime he a football new. player or something? No, he's not that big. I mean, he's a little, he's not a big dude. He's he's taller than average, but he's kind of like you know skinny. Nah, you lost like me. man, that fucking. Hey there, faders. How you doing? Now, this is where Johnny completely loses his shit. So sit back and enjoy a little bit of popcorn and, uh, oh, it's a bumpy ride. Fade on. Dude, 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 dude. Recently, within the last, like, maybe five years, people think it's acceptable to fucking fight on fucking airplanes, right? And nine times out of ten, I hate to say this, but it's Americans, dude. Twice, twice people tried to fight me on an airplane, dude, where I had to sit there and bite my tongue and fucking take it with my wife, with my fucking wife. One time I was going from New York to Detroit and fucking this lady started fucking talking shit to me and my wife. And then another time, this fucking piece of shit guy fucking, he was, t- uh, it was like a fucking long story and shit, but he started calling us like fucking like bitches and faggots and all this shit. And then his fucking kids started calling us all these names. And I'm just like, I want to defend myself. I want to fucking be like, yo, you better shut the fuck up or I'm going to fucking kick your ass. But the thing is, you're on an airplane. You're on an airplane, right? If you start talking shit and things escalate, boom, you're on the no flights list or whatever. And then you can also go to jail and get fined and all this other shit. So it's not worth fucking fighting. But people, for some reason, and I hate to say it, but it's, it's mostly Americans. I don't know why, but airplanes were invented in America. We should know how to fucking fly, but obviously we don't. And fucking people try to start a fight. And the thing is, you just got to sit there and take it. And let these fucking guys fucking just like degrade you and shit because there's nothing you can fucking do, man. And still, that shit to today eats me up, dude. It fucking eats me up because I didn't fucking defend myself. But the fucking thing is, 
I, I, if I did, if I did fucking stand my ground and shit and talk shit back, things would have escalated and I would have fucking grabbed this fucking guy by the fucking throat and I would have squeezed until he heard snap, right? So fucking, because this guy was a fucking piece of shit. He's there with this fucking kid. He's getting all fucking big in my face and shit. And the guy was fucking shorter than me. Yo, motherfucker, if you're listening to me on here and shit, you are shorter than me. I was wearing my fucking Converse. I'm sure you're wearing the big boy shoes, you little fucker. See, that's how worked up I get and shit. But yeah, fucking fighting on the airplanes. What, what the fuck is this world coming to? Fighting on the airplanes. You know, I think people do that because they're like, dude, I can talk all the shit I want because you can't say or do shit because what are you going to do? You're going to start a fight with me and then they're going to be like the person that says hit me hit me hit me which is always the fucking push once you hit them then it's self-defense and shit but they fucking antagonize you and start it and shit there's nothing you can fucking do man you just gotta fucking sit there and take it uh, it drives me fucking crazy fucking when you're in an airplane fucking you, you just gotta fucking put on headphones and don't talk to nobody and if somebody's fucking being an asshole you just kind of stare stare ahead and fucking just think these guys are fucking pieces of shit, and I can't wait to get on my fucking podcast because I've got my soapbox when I get on my podcast, and I can talk a lot of shit. Sorry, Tom. Sorry, you, you fucking you you push no, me. No, 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 dude, no, dude. Like I, 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 I digress. Had, yeah. I, I haven't had nearly as many problems as you, but I do remember like dis- distinctly, like right when you came back, you told me those stories, and like I do, I do fucking feel for you, dude. I'm sorry, man. I guess I've been lucky. I haven't had nearly as many problems on the flights. So you're a big scary yeah, dude and shit. You got scars all over your face, dude. I mean, it looks like you fucking went to World War One. You fought in the trenches. People look at you and they're like, eh, I'm going to wait for a small, happy looking guy. I want to fuck with a happy guy because you know what? I could probably talk all the shit I want and look like a badass. You know, these motherfuckers, that's what they do. They don't talk shit at a bar. They don't talk shit on the street. They don't talk shit unless they're on an airplane. That's what these fucking pussies do. God damn it. Let's, let's get on to the news. I'm going to fucking just fucking go off. Yeah, I mean, no, no, I agree. Can, can I say, can I say more? just to go out to finish my TV story oh, up yeah. on the positive oh, yeah. note? <laughs> sorry, Tom. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But one, one really quick thing. So, like, I saw this, and then like the fucking next like news episode comes on, and it was like you know one of those kind of happy, snappy puff piece, pieces, and like the fucking dude comes on, and it turns out I also know this fucking dude. He's this like Italian guy. I haven't seen him forever, but he used to be a good buddy of mine. But like, yeah, he comes on. He's like doing his fucking chef thing and everything. I was like, I know that dude too. It's like, dude, it's it's just the weirdest experience, man. I know. I realize I've been in Tokyo for like a long ass time. But like, yeah, this fucking like, so like, you know, that fucking couple that I thought was like, they thought just thought were terrible people. They have that they're fucking around the, air, the airplane, and then next thing you know, fucking next dude comes on. It's like some fucking you know puff piece about some happy Italian chef that I knew like back in the day, and it was just like, the fuck, man. It's like I know everybody as connected. <laughs> you know me. You're connected. You're all right. Just don't get on a plane with me. <laughs> you're gonna kick some ass. All right. All right. So. Cut Japan is about two dudes booze Japan in the news. Now, we just talked about Japan. Let's get into this motherfucking news, man. We got a lot of stories. Our first story of the night, 72-year-old man arrested for spitting at convenience store employee. Yep, this is the level of humanity that we're at right now. If it's not planes, it's not trains, it's not automobiles, it's in the goddamn convenience, man. People are acting like animals all over the world. Police in Awaji, Hugo Prefecture, have arrested a 72-year-old man for spitting at a convenience store employee who was behind a plastic sheet used to prevent COVID-19 infections between customers and staff. The incident occurred at 
April 27th, Saniki Shimbun reported. According to police, the man who was arrested on Wednesday has admitted to the charge and quoted him as saying, quote, I wanted to see the woman's reaction and I did it partially out of fun, end quote. Police said the man first approached the 24-year-old employee and pointed at one of the plastic sheets installed at the checkpoint. He then asked, quote, is this to prevent the coronavirus, end quote, before spitting on the plastic curtain and the woman. The employee was not hit by the spit, but the incident was captured on the store surveillance camera. Okay, now if you ask me, in my opinion, this is considered attempt of murder and should be treated as so. Because, I mean, if somebody has AIDS and he rapes somebody, it's attempt of murder and it's rape plus assault and a whole lot of other things, right? But the thing is, AIDS, coronavirus, they're both lethal viruses. Mm. They're both lethal. They can both fucking kill you. So if some guy walks into a convenience store and spits on one of these people that's helping us, if somebody's working at a, at a convenience store or any kind of like an establishment that's here that has to be open to help people, a, a supermarket, anything, and somebody comes in and spits on them, that guy is messing it up for everybody, dude. He is a social distortion, dude. He This, this right here is attempt to murder. And I think this guy should be fucking locked up and they should throw away the key, dude. Because, I mean, dude, this is a bad, bad thing. And people like this that are doing this kind of bullshit, it, it is it is despicable. Absolutely despicable in the worst sense. Tommy, thoughts? No, no I agree. I mean, he's a fucking, he's a, obviously he's a piece of shit. And this uh, Rhodes Scholar just thought, did it because, like, you know, he's fucking bored and just wanted to get a rise out of people. Shits and, and giggles. Yeah, exactly. And like he's 72 years old. I mean, good God, man. If you if you haven't fucking learned, you shouldn't do that by when, when you're that age. I, I've been fucking God help you, man. I, I agree. This guy should probably be locked out for the rest of his life because he's just fucking dumb. Dumb. Convenience, convenience store workers are fucking people too, dude. Like, you know, this fucking like, you know, 24 year old lady is probably just trying to get through a day and yep. like, you know, in, in a fucking kind of kind of kind of a bit of a rough situation. I mean, I agree for these essential workers that are going to work every day and kind of brave and like risking infection from the fucking pink elephant. I agree. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's fucking it's fucking rough. Like nobody needs that, dude. No, like, come needs- on, dude. Th- like- these guys are basically like heroes. They're they're risking their life to serve. The, the, the rest of society, they're like, listen, people need to buy their groceries. People need milk. They need cheese. They need beer. And I'm going to be the one that gives it to them. I'm going to put on my uniform and I'm going to get out there and I'm going to serve society. And this motherfucker comes in there and he's like, hey, guess what? <laughs> That's what. Fuck this guy, dude. Fuck him. No, I, I, no, I 100% agree, man. Fuck this guy. You know, like convenience stores, store workers are people too, man. Yep. I, I'm sure this like, you know, fucking nice 24-year lady just wanted to like just Go through, you know, just go in, punch the clock and go through a shift and like, you know, with minimum problems and oversight, man. She's get this like fucking add into her stress and grief. Oh, fucking wait a bullshit. Second. I agree. 100%. What, what convenience store was this? I don't know. You tell me. Oh, it doesn't I, uh, say. Actually, it doesn't say at all. It say. I, does it really matter, dude? Do, do we care if it's a family mart or a Lawson's or 7-Eleven? Well, what a if shit? it was a Target? I don't know. They even have Target here? No, they don't. But what if it was a Target and they got a big Target? <laughs> oh. I, I would sympathize then. I'm like, well, there was a Target on her uniform. And, you know, <laughs> oh, God, this is a comedy podcast, although it is a little bit aggro. Hey, we apologize. Not all of them can be bullseyes. <laughs> all right, Tom, you're, 
<laughs> your story. <clears throat> That's all I got. Okay. Uh, spe- speaking of older folks, let's put a positive spin on this one. All right. 90-year-old 90 90 Japanese gamer grandma breaks world record and praises Grand Theft Auto V. Whoa. The world's oldest video game stre- streamer, Hamako Mori, has played titles like Call of Duty and Dauntless for decades and shows no signs of stopping. Video games are for everybody, whether you're t- short or tall, peppy or gloomy, love action, or like it's like to take it slow. There's a video game out there for you, but there is certainly a, there certainly is a stereotypical idea of what a gamer is. The term video game streamer sums up twi- Twitter emo uh, sorry Twitch emotes, first person shooters, and neon lit headsets. And while there are as many kinds of streamers in the world as there are people, we'd be the we'd bet your her first men- mental image wasn't uh, of a small Japanese grandmother. Introducing Hamako Mori, 90 years old, the oldest, uh, the official oldest video game streamer as judged by Guinness World Book Records. Born on February 9- 18, 1930, Hamako Mori uploads videos regularly uh, to her Gamer Grandma channel on YouTube. The majority of her, them show her playing all manner of video games from Spec Ops to Dauntless Call of Duty to Near automa- uh, Automata. The oldest video on her channel is from two, uh, 2014 and shows her having a blast ra- uh, riding a s- dragon on Skyrim. That's awesome. Though her, post- yeah, though her posting was infrequent at first, in, re- in recent years, Hamako has taken uh, to uploading a video every month or so with frequent like uploads occurring within the last year. Then on from May 13th this year, she posted a video, I have some big news. Uh-oh. In the video... Thanks her viewers for helping her get recognized as the oldest video game YouTuber in the world. As she details in the video, Guinness World Book Records establishment has stringent conditions that applicants must qualify for to be recognized uh, recognized as a record holder. Thanks to an army of passionate fans, no doubt uh, accrued through her pleasant, mild manner and variety of games she plays, Amako was triumphed. To hold the title as the world's oldest video game YouTuber. Her Guinness uh, interview reveals she wishes more of her peers would get into gaming like she has. Amako laments that more seniors, not only in Japan, but around the world, don't appreciate how fun video games are. Dude, that's fucking awesome, man. I bring the darkness and you bring the light. What a great episode, right? We're like salt and pepper over here, dude. What a brilliant story, man. That is so cool. Now, all right, I'm going to bring a little darkness what about her family? Like the grandkids want to come over for the weekend and she's like, nope, nope, nope. I'm having a marathon. You know, I got to chase the dragon. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> come on, grandma. Bake us like bread and cookies and, you know, let's, let's make some like crafts or something. Nope, nope, nope. Grand Theft Auto. I, I got to rob a bank and uh, kill the president. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it doesn't doesn't actually say, but to be honest, like, uh, I don't know if I, if, I, if I showed you the pictures of this, like, she looks kind of like I don't know. She looks kind of like, you know, close your eyes and picture like, you know, sweet, like, you know, 90 year old Japanese lady who's like a sweet old grandma. That's kind of what she looks like. Actually, to be honest, now I'm looking at her picture. She kind of looks a little bit like my mother-in-law. So she's hot. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, she seems, she seems like just like somebody's sweet old grandmother. that You know, you come over and she'd, she'd bake you some chocolate chip cookies and maybe give you a pinch on the cheek. 
Oh, man, that's awesome. But she loves her GTA, man. She loves it. That's awesome, dude. Actually, you know, when I'm 90 years old, I hope that I'm playing video games, you know, because, I mean, the thing is, she probably can't walk that good, and she probably can't do that many things that much anymore, you know? She can't go to the park or whatever without, like, her walker, and so she's not that mobile. But when she fucking, like, jacks in and starts playing games, dude, she's a fucking king, dude. She's the boss, man. You can't mess with her. She's like the mom in fucking Goonies, dude. Yeah, dude. I mean, like, you know what? Like, I actually, I kind of want to, I kind of want to want to watch your videos because, like, I wonder if, like, you know, she's she's playing some shooters. You know, like, you know, smack talk is like an integral part of the game. So I, I want to see how how good this granny's like smack talk is. Oh, dude, she's got ninety years of experience, dude. She's been, dude. She survived World War II. I'm sure she could smack talk like a motherfucker. She's up there. She's like, oh, I'm gonna fucking burn you alive. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Actually, find some of her videos and post them on the Facebook page, dude. That's awesome. Next story. Man arrested for assault stealing face mask from woman. It's the end of the world as we know it. And society's losing their minds. This story took place in Kanagawa, just south of Tokyo. Police in Matsuda, Kanagawa Prefecture, have arrested a 21-year-old man in suspicion of aggravated assault and theft after he forcibly hugged a woman and stole her face mask. In the streets, we call this technique the grab-and-go. The grab-and-go. Yeah, he grab-and-go this chick. All right. According to police, the incident occurred at around 7.20 p.m. on April 20th. The 35-year-old woman was returning home when Takumi Ishiguru hugged her from behind and stole her face mask. Well, at least, you know, uh, these street thieves are not stealing panties anymore. Well, at least it's happening less. I mean, it's better that he's taking a face mask than, like, panties because we've covered so many stories on Got Fit in Japan where they did panties and stuff which is horrific absolutely horrific so i guess this is um and 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 if i could interject just one second like Uh and and those panties are just fucking the panty stealing is just fucking horrible and disgusting yep and we're over it man we we, i don't think we're going to cover any of these for a while because we're we're just sick of doing it well the last story that we saw in the news about that was just hideous it was disgusting. It was it was mo- it was the most fucked up story that we've covered, and we couldn't even put it on Got Fit in Japan like this podcast. So we put it on the Patreon. <laughs> is that fucking bad? Yeah, that guy is gonna be in jail forever. Holy shit, he's gonna be in jail for so long, dude. It's, it's insane. But um, he deserves it. Ishiguru, a self-professed hospitality worker, is believed to be responsible for a string of five similar incidents targeting women in the area since January. He was arrested on Tuesday after analysis of street surveillance camera footage. All right, so CCTV sometimes is good because they caught this motherfucker. Uh, Police said he has denied the charges and quoted him as saying, quote, I don't remember this happening at all, end quote. Oh, man. So, um, Tom, what are the chances that his excuse holds water? Oh, probably fucking zero, dude. Also, I remember, like, he said he hugged a woman from behind. So, like, as, as opposed to theft from stealing her face mask, you can go ahead and add a fucking sexual assault to it. The, the gropage. Groping, sexual I'm, assault. I'm pretty sure it's not. It, uh, it, they have laws against. Yeah, you, you know what? Not, not to think about it, man. Fucking uh, looks. We were just talking about GTA in the fucking last episode. Look forward to the new fucking mod for like GTA 5 online. Where you can steal, you can beat down people with a baseball bat and steal their mask. Probably, yeah. That's got to be and the, tra- the and new turn around and flip episode. it for cash. Yeah, totally, man. And that's got to be the new game. You know we're so going there. 
I can totally see like Rockstar Games doing this for GTA because you know, you know, like you know, they're they're kind of fucked up and they've got that kind of perverse humor. <laughs> <laughs> Just like us. Uh, yeah, uh, they're in good company. All right, Tommy, your story. Yeah, man, but uh, again, I agree. Fuck this guy, man. Like, what's, why? It's, it's, it's fucking super creepy. I'm pretty sure for a very good reason they have laws against, like, you can't just walk up behind a woman you don't know and just fucking hug her. I'm pretty sure that's an invasion, invasion of privacy and, like, you know, fucking sexual assault in this day and age. Also, like... Why would you do that in this day and age of social distancing? Use your fucking goddamn head, dumbass. Well, he did steal her mask. <laughs> Maybe he's like, uh, she looks clean enough and I need a mask. <laughs> I work in the hospitality business. Oh, man. Anyway, dude, your story. Are you at Harajuku with some out-of-town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete at Harry's Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry's Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! If you're gonna get your fit on, you gotta get your fit on in style. And that's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade, and I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade, badass palmade. And let me tell you one thing, it comes in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Palmade. This stuff is a man's palmade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Palmade. Get your feet on in style. Proper. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to Mitsuya Liquors. That's right, for the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right, over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need, and of course, they got wine from California to Italy, to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously, got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right, got fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya, about five minute walk from the station. Mitsuya Liquors. Hey, yo, what's up, baiters? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I can probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks, but if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. 
So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Proper. Yeah, speaking of dumbass behavior, let's go with the next one. Man downs 10-odd whiskey sours before driving in reverse and injuring four people in Meiji Dory crash. He was driving Tokyo, home in reverse. Tokyo Metropolitan Police have arrested Yeah, uh, well, that's what happens after you have 10 whiskey sours. Damn, well, that's true. Tokyo Metropolitan Police... Yeah, um, Tokyo Metropolitan Police have arrested a 27-year-old man who allegedly injured several persons by causing a driving in reverse in court earlier this year. According to the Johto Police Station, Tetsuya Kuma drove his vehicle over a distance of 1.6 kilometers in reverse before crashing into a vehicle and making a right turn. At an intersection on Meiji Dori uh, in the Shinsuna area in January, second vehicle was also a second vehicle was also involved in the accident. Uh, collisions caused injuries to four people, including a man and his wife, aged in their forties, and their daughter, and an elementary school student. Upon his arrest on suspicion of reckless driving resulting in injury, Kubota admitted to the allegations. "Quote: Just before the incident, I drank ten odd whiskey sours with colleagues." The suspect was quoted by police. Since I was drunk, I couldn't drive normally. End quote. No shit. <laughs> oh my god. Police that was his excuse. On Monday. <laughs> oh my god, dude. This is like Grand Theft Auto Japan, dude. So fucking basically, he got fucking shit faced. Decided to go home, going backwards, and just ran over a bunch of people and like caused havoc in the streets. Well, he didn't run over a bunch of people, but yeah, but he did smack into a couple of cars because, like, that's what happens when you fucking have 10 whiskey, sou- 10 plus whiskey sours, and then just fucking just for shits and giggles drive your car in reverse down a fucking busy street. See, shocking, that's... right? Oh, so shocking. That's why Japan needs Uber. We've got Uber Eats, and we do have Uber, but Uber is so expensive here that most people still take taxis. Well, fuck it. He should just take in a taxi. I mean, what the fuck, dude? Seriously. See, that's that's the thing, though. The whole thing, like the fucking like we've talked about this before, but the taxi taxi cab union is just like it's straight up like fucking almost mafioso practically. But they've got like they've got the fucking like pretty much the prime minister on speed dial. So they kind of get to do whatever the fuck they want. They're in some shady shit. I'm not I don't like taxi drivers. I've had mostly good experiences with taxi drivers in Japan, but like the taxi cab drivers union has got way too much power. I'm sorry yeah. to say. Well, no, they they do have a lot of power and stuff. But uh, regardless, this guy should not have driven. You should have taken a taxi. It didn't. It doesn't matter how expensive. He should have fucking just stayed in a fucking capsule hotel or some shit, dude. All right. Well, fuck this guy. Or something. No, no I, I I agree. Or dude, he had a car. Dude could have slept in the back seat. I've done that before. Like I, I've, I've, dri- I've been sober enough. To, I've done that before when, when I was like, you know, fucking in America. I've been sober enough to drive the bar, had way too much to drink, to drink at the bar, and rather than drive home drunk like an asshole, I've just like fucking, you know, slept in the back seat and just like, I've been fine. You know, woke up the next day with a bad hungover and just like, you know, was was functional to drive and done it. Like that. That's how you do it, man. Yep. Well, that's a that's a lot better than what this guy did. Fuck him. Anyway, next story. <clears throat> 
All right, this story is breaking news. Dee, 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 breaking news. TV personality Bobby Ologun arrested for domestic abuse charge. Now, I've never met Bobby, but I know people who do know Bobby. And um, pretty much they consider him the Tom Hanks of Tokyo TV. This guy is funny. He's kind to everybody who's on set. He, he signs autographs to anybody and everybody. And um, yeah, this guy's I've never met him, but apparently this guy is like a sweetheart, dude. He's like the coolest guy and stuff from what I understand and uh, this news right here is shocking um, he's an international person that does comedy in um, I think he works for TBS or NHK probably TBS or yeah probably TBS but um, I think he's from Nigeria and he's he's a comedian out here and stuff right and he's been living out here for ages everybody knows him and this news is just shocking and I don't know how or what to think about this because I mean domestic violence is bad. Hitting a girl is super bad. So, I mean, you don't hit girls. You don't hit your wife. I mean, my wife drives me crazy, but I never hit her. Never. Not at all. Um, and nobody should, right? So, uh, let's see what happened in uh, this story. Tom. No, no, no. I was just going to say it. No, no. I was just going to say it. I, I agree with you, man. Just don't, don't fucking smack your wife. Like, seriously, dude. Like, the fucking best thing I've learned about being married and being in serious relationships if you have an argument and it gets heated, sometimes the best thing you can do is fucking walk away, give it like, you know, a couple hours to cool down and then talk about it when you're both a little bit more rational. Yep. Don't yep. fucking bring violence to the marriage or the home, man. Well, we don't know That's, what happened. So... I... Tom, are, yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not assuming oh, anything. I just want to say that right now. All right. Yeah. Okay. So we know your perspective. All right. So TV personality and former mixed martial artist Bobby Olagun has been arrested on suspicion of assaulting his wife. According to police, the Nigerian-born Olagun, 54 years old, who is a Japanese citizenship, is accused of assaulting his 46-year-old Japanese wife by hitting her in the face at their home in Urawawa, Saitama City on Saitama. Why is he living in Saitama? Anyway, Saitama City on Saturday morning, Fuji TV reported uh, Olagun's wife called 110 at around 11.50 a.m. So this is like right before noon. This is not 11.50 at night. It's 11.50 in the morning and said her husband mm. had beaten her. Okay. Police said Olagun has denied the charge. Police said his wife was not seriously injured. She was quoted by police as saying her husband struck her after she rebucked him for opening a letter addressed to her. So basically, he opened her mail by accident, and she said he hit her. Now, that doesn't make sense. You know... Can I say one thing? That's kind of a really stupid, like, dumb way to start an argument. Seriously? He, maybe he did. Maybe he did on a purpose. Maybe he didn't. I don't know. But like, it's a fucking really stupid thing to fucking start and argue about. Maybe he didn't even do it, dude. Maybe, maybe she's crazy, man. I mean, dude. Okay, I'm gonna play devil's advocate, okay, and point out two psychos in two great movies, okay. One, Penelope Cruz in Blow. Two, Cameron Diaz in Vanilla Sky. Sometimes girls just do crazy things and say crazy things and act absolutely crazy and then they make shit up in their head and they just go berserker, dude. Sometimes girls do this. You're talking to a guy that broke up with his ex-ex-ex-girlfriend and when I broke up with her, she had to stay at my place because she fucking, she missed her last train. So I fell asleep and she put a cigarette out on my back, all right? That girl was absolutely crazy. Now, if I called the cops after that, I probably would have gone to jail, right? 
So the thing is, dude, and I've told this story a million times on the show. Fucking, you guys have all heard this shit. But the thing is, though, dude, sometimes there's crazy fucking girls out there that fucking say and do crazy fucking things. And and I don't know this guy, but I know his reputation. And I've seen this guy on TV so many times, dude. And he's always seemed like a really cool person. Everybody says, like, the nicest things about him. Yeah, he used to do MMA. But does that mean he hit her? No. But did he hit her? We don't know. We don't know what he did or what he did not do and stuff. But we do know one thing. He's in jail. And, um, yeah, basically uh, she's, I don't know, she's doing her thing and shit with her three kids. But i tell you one thing. Her three kids and her life right now is going to be upside down because this guy was making a shit ton of money. Dude, his career is over, dude. If all right, In Japan, if you're a celebrity and you do something wrong and you get on the news for doing something wrong, you're an embarrassment to the company and your career is over. It doesn't matter what you do. If you do something bad, Tom, what do you think is going to happen to this guy's career? It's over. No, like, no. The, you, you pretty much said it, though, because like he's going to get the fucking boot. Oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. like... Usually, pretty much, like, no matter, regardless of your job, doesn't doesn't matter. Like me being an English teacher or a security guard, or whatever the fuck, or even if I was a big name celebrity, like pretty much in most contracts, there's a quote unquote morality cause. And if you get arrested for something, even if you didn't do it, even if you go to court and you're proven innocent, like you're, you're fired. Yeah, and, that's and, right. And, like it blows it blows up. It, it'll, it'll blow up your life. Your, your company can and will very much like legally fire you. They have fucking people whose jobs it is to read all the fucking crime reports and make sure that like, you know, the fucking, you're not a quote unquote embarrassment to the company. Yep. So yeah, this guy no, basically. No, no, no. Okay. No. Can, can, can I weigh in on my two cents? Sure. You don't mind? Um, now that said, I don't know this dude personally and I don't want to like fucking like, you know, weigh in a sticky situ- situation, but like, I hate to fucking say it because, like, I, I sympathize with you because, like, I I had, like, I talked about the crazy belly dancer before who just, like, would regularly hit me. And she took advantage of the fact that I wouldn't hit a woman back. But, like, I don't know, man. I don't – we don't know the full story because we weren't there. But at the same time, like, dude, this guy's got MMA training. Doesn't matter, and, dude. like, I've seen him on – yeah. Well, I'm just, like, just – here's my point. Here's what I think. This guy's got MMA training and he's been an MMA fighter. And if he hit his wife, wouldn't he knock her to the fuck out? Like, wouldn't she have some serious injury? Oh, shit. The smoking gun. I'm, I'm just, Tom, you're a genius. Yeah. Holy shit. This is, this yeah. is based, this is based purely, on lo- purely on logic. But, like, if you wanted to fuck his wife up, like, don't you you think he'd be capable, right? Because I've I seen, I've, I know exactly what you're talking about. I've seen the dude on TV, too. He's not a small guy and he's in pretty good shape. He's bigger than I mean, you. Yeah, he, he's older. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's an older dude. He's 54 years old, but like, you know, he's not like, he's not somebody I would want to start a bar fight with it. I'll put it that way. No, not at all. Although he, the guy is supposedly a sweetheart, but listen right here. Once again, it says, um, uh, police said Ologun has denied the charge. Police said his wife was not seriously injured. Right there, dude. That is the proof in the motherfucking pudding, dude. This guy's got MMA training. This guy, if he hit his wife, even slightly, if he just kind of like sex tapped her like this, like, yeah, baby, 
dude, she would be across the fucking room with her face fucking like caved in and shit, right? So the police are like, yeah, we don't see any bruises. She said that uh, he hit her. Dude, maybe she just had some kind of a fucking meltdown. I mean, this right now is pandemic. You know, we're all in a pandemic and shit. Maybe she's been in the fucking house with him for fucking ages. And she's like, enough is enough. This guy, he snores, he farts, he eats all the food. He's driving me crazy. I want this guy out of the fucking house. So fucking, uh, yeah, cops, this guy, my husband, he hit me. Get him the fuck out of here. I don't give a shit. But the thing is, though, fucking for her to be married to him... She's kind of got a golden ticket, but that golden ticket is fucking not even bronze, dude. That's a fucking stone now because this guy's career is out the window. This guy, we're going to see this guy quite often when we go to fucking 7-Eleven because he's going to be fucking working there. Thanks to this girl. Mm, Yeah, man, it's pretty rough. Yeah, and I don't want to defend the guy because I don't know what happened, but you just fucking proved a point, man. The guy's got fucking MMA training. If he fucking hit her, the cops would be like, dude, there is blood all over the place, man. It fucking looked like apocalypse now, man. Oh, shit, dude. Uh, the smell of napalm in the morning. Yeah, that was in that fucking kitchen. You know what I'm saying? And, and again, like, we got faded to Japan. Like, I know we're a fucking bunch of drunk idiots. We, we don't approve of domestic violence, and we, don't, we definitely don't approve of drunk driving. Like, however, like, I'm just saying, just... Based on my assessment of the situation, just based on cold, hard logic, like, that is my opinion. Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high-resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each, and they're worth so much more. These are these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're going to love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool. That's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilled Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilled Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you and we love art too. So faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. Back to me. Let's, speaking of people being dumbasses, let's check out another one. Aichi police bust, illegal, bust of illegal casino that operated during pandemic. Aichi prefectural police have arrested more than 20 people in the bust of an illegal casino in Nagoya that continued to operate despite the ongoing novel coronavirus pandemic, reports NHK. Between April 16th and the 23rd, Takashi Urano, the 45-year-old manager of the casino, and 10 other employees are allegedly involved in providing customers with uh, Baccarat gaming in violation of the law. Police also seized at least one Baccarat table from the casino located in Naka Ward's Nishiki area, known as the largest entertainment district in the Tokai area. 
the casino operated by taking a commission from the wagers and placed by the customers. Police did not reveal whether employees admit to the allegations. Twelve male and female customers were also accused of illegally gambling. They all have admitted to the charges, police said. On April 16th, uh, Aichi was included in the nationwide state of emergency that was declared due to the coronavirus pandemic. It was lifted on, in Aichi on March 14th, or sorry, May 14th. Between those dates, persons were to avoid crowded places, conversations with others in close proximity, blah, blah, blah. You get the story. And since the casino did not meet these requirements, having no windows and, and uh, instituted a three-story, three-door entry system for security, please making the bus arrive wearing masks and goggles and gloves. Well, <laughs> I've had no days off from work. Yeah, I know, right? da 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 <laughs> na, 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 na. Freeze! <laughs> Go get him, Ray. Johnny, man, brother, brother, I love you. I, I like you. We're going. That, that was a fucking good one. Like I wouldn't have thought of it. That, that was a fucking good one. Oh, they're all stupid um, up and shit. Yeah, yeah, no shit, right? Um, <laughs> quote: I have had no days off from work. One customer was quoted by the police. So I came to the casino two or three times a week. End quote. Police are now investigating whether revenue from the casino was used to fund organized crime. Because of course it fucking is, dude. Uh, no offense. I know we don't no- normally talk about this on the podcast, but it's the fucking Yakis all over again because Yakis always deal in vice. So if you, you want, you know, drugs, prostitution, gambling, the fucking Yakis are all over it because that's a, that's the bread and butter. They're always in on the vice. Or these guys are really, really, really highly intelligent high school kids. <laughs> sometimes, some dude, <clears throat> how many times have we fucking done stories where fucking these like five high school kids started a prostitution ring or these five maybe three high school kids started up this illegal like little gambling ring dude high school kids in japan some of these kids are really fucking crafty dude and they can get their shit together man so maybe this thing is they started off and shit you know with this little like in-house gambling thing at their parents house and it got bigger and bigger bigger because like all their neighbors started coming and shit and making money and stuff whatever and they were making money too so then they needed a bigger venue and right now all the nightclubs and restaurants are completely empty because of the fucking pink elephant, aka the coronavirus. So these kids are like, fuck it, dude. We gotta fucking rent a big venue. So they rent this big venue and shit, and word gets out and shit. All these people are coming in and gambling and stuff, and these kids are so fucking dumb because they're fucking amateurs that they don't have enough money for security or cameras or any of that kind of shit. So that's how they got fucking popped. What do you think? Think so? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Ah, fucking, I don't know you never man. know. So it nah, could be man, the, it like, could be the yakis no, or it no, could be no, kids. Dude, not that I know from personal experience, but I have <laughs> run parties, I have run events. Like, nah, man, come on, you have two, man. Like, I don't think it was a bunch of high school kids. I think it would be romantic if it was a bunch of high school kids. Wouldn't that be awesome? I think it would be fucking. I think it would be fucking awesome if they were a bunch of high school kids. The government should be like, you know what, dude? Like, here's an honorary business degree from Tokyo University, and you guys can do whatever the fuck you want because you're brilliant. Oh, totally. And another thing is, you know, well, supposedly in the next two years, they're going to open up casinos in Tokyo and Osaka. Was it like there's three places at Tokyo, Osaka, probably Fukuoka, maybe. But anyway, they're they're opening casinos in like three different uh, districts. Uh, I, I, th- I think the third one's like an ocean liner. I think they're going to like put like riverboats and ocean liners on there or something, something like that. Something like that. So, I mean, basically, I think these kids should probably get a job like running one of these fucking places and shit. Like they're like, all right, listen, we're going to let you off the hook, but you guys know what you're doing. And now 
you're gonna do you're gonna work for us it's like the fucking government in america when they bust a fucking hacker that's like the king of the hackers the hacker goes to jail for a little bit and then when he gets out they get a job at the FBI. Not, no, no, like catching can't. I'm like, I, I saw that movie like a long, long time ago, man. Fucking excellent movie, but that's based on a true story. And like, that was like one of the few movies that was actually pretty accurate. Like, this fucking dude did it. Like, this, he was just like, he was a super smart kid. He was bored and was like, fuck it. I'm gonna take all your money. Yeah. And that's why I like to think that your story is based on a bunch of kids. High school kids that want to fucking rock the system. So hopefully these kids, if my theory is true, they get out of jail and they start working for the man. All right. Next story. <clears throat> man, well, you, you know, like real quick, real quick, uh, anecdote, like one, one thing I did, like, there was a dude that like, I didn't know him. Like he was a bit more in my time, but a guy went to university and like had a very professional, like, you know, sell fake IDs and he had computers and everything. It was like pretty much state of the art cutting edge. The FBI nabbed him and like he went to jail for a couple of, he went to prison for a couple of years. And as soon as he got out, like he got hired by like some really fucking like high, you know, bunch of high class clubs in like, you know, Chicago. Cause they're like, boom, you know, fake IDs, you know how to spot them. So yeah, that shit exists. Man arrested for robbing bars says he needed money after losing job. Just like you, Tom. Police in Tokyo have arrested a 49-year-old unemployed man on suspicion of breaking into a bar and stealing 65,000 yen in mid-April. According to police, Kazuki Chiba broke into a bar in Minato Ward, Fujitv reported. The bar had closed at 8 p.m. in accordance with the state of emergency that had been declared due to the coronavirus. Surveillance camera footage showed the man prying open the cash register and taking money between 11.55 p.m. on April. April 13th and 12.10 a.m. on April 14th. So, oh, fuck, he did it twice. Police said Chiba, who lives in the neighborhood, has admitted to the charge, and he was quoted as saying that he lost his job in February and needed money to live and for living expenses. Uh, police said Chiba told them that he had robbed other bars and after-hour establishments. Dude, isn't it time that fucking we have fucking food stamps in Japan? We need food stamps in Japan for all these people that lose their jobs, that don't want to rob anybody. They don't want to do anything bad, but they need to get fucking food, dude. They need to pay their rent. So I think fucking we need food stamps. And another thing, on a side note... Dude, if Chiba basically went in there and took the cash and then he wrote a little note that said, I owe you, just kind of like in uh, that movie Dumb and Dumber, dude, fucking, he would have kind of been off the hook. He's like, listen, I didn't rob them. It's kind of like an unofficial loan. Mm. Didn't, didn't like a, a week or two ago, we did a story where some old man like robbed a fucking supermarket and like it wasn't specifically stated in the story, but it was kind of implied they let him off the hook because like they're like, yeah, he, he's old, he's suffering. Well, that guy basically oh, just stole yeah. food. He stole food. He stole ramen noodles. He stole some beer and shit. This guy's taking cash, yeah. and he's taking cash because I mean, basically, he needs like living expenses, which which probably means like uh, rent, electricity, internet, all that shit, or whatever. But I'm serious. We need fucking like food stamps here. Like food stamps. And we had food stamps where basically if you don't make enough money, you can get food stamps, which you can use for fucking food. Right. That makes sense. How come this country doesn't have food stamps? Especially now. Yeah. I mean, like the thing is, like Japan's very much cash based society. So they pretty much want to just fork over cash to people and not be that. 
Hey, Tom. Yeah, that's sad, man. I know know it's really rough, and I know a lot of people are suffering. Like, me me as well. Like, I've definitely felt the fucking pinch as well. But, like, I'm not, like, that desperate where I need to fucking go knock over a convenience store or a bar or whatever that's closed. But it seems like this is happening quite a bit. I mean, you had a story just like this. And then there's another story that's pretty much similar to this, too. So right now, people are kind of getting desperate, dude. The fucking dude that ran up to the girl, hugged her, and stole her face mask... He did it. He, he basically did it for a hug and for a face mask and shit, dude. Fucking people are getting fucking desperate and they're going to get more and more desperate and shit, you know? So fucking, yeah, food yeah. stamps. I say fucking the government or all governments all over the world should have food stamps. Yeah, oh, man. I mean, well, I, I agree. Like, uh, yeah, the fucking the, the problem is like, how do you say we, we all got like 100,000 yen per person. Did you get yours? But, like the thing being. Uh, no. They like, said we're going to get it like two situation. months ago. It's been two months, man. I haven't seen mine. Well, my, yeah, Sh- Sean was asking me, like, okay, I could be wrong, but the last, t- last time I checked, my understanding is we're supposed to get it by the end of next month. And Tokyo is probably going to be the last place to get it because, like, Tokyo has been hit the hardest. And, like, how do you say they, they just don't have enough staff to, like, do all the paperwork and everything. But I, th- I think out in the country they have, like, gotten their stuff. The thing is, it's kind of a little bit fucked up because no offense to like, anybody who lives in the country, but, like, 100,000 yen out in the fucking countryside, that's, like, that's, like, a, that's a couple months' rent. It's a lot like, of I'm money I'm serious. Like, one, one of my friends... Yeah, one of my friends who lives in Kyushu, like, he pays, like, practically nothing to stay in a fucking house. He's way out in the fucking country, but, dude, like... 100,000 yen per person, that ain't even going to cover my fucking rent. That's like a couple weeks' rent, not a month. So, yeah, it's a little bit, I don't know, man. Fucking Tokyo is hell expensive. Yeah. Yeah, well, shit, dude. Who knows what's going to happen? But, you know, I I do know what's going to happen. We're going to get more and more and more stories just like this, dude. It's going to be just like one right after the other. I mean, we've already got three this week that's just like this. That's been announced, right? I mean, fucking when we get this news, there's a lot of news that we don't get that's a little bit late or just doesn't get released or whatever. It's kind of weird. But, um, yeah, man, that's fucking crazy. Oh, shit. Well, it's the end of the world, as Grand Theft Auto knows it. (laughs) And I feel fine. Oh, shit, Tommy. How you doing over there, man? I'm fucking faded, man. I had a fucking... I'm I'm doing good. I'm feeling feeling a little bit warm and toasty. Uh, Actually, I'm going to read my last story, and I like to go out with a bang. (laughs) You've got another story? Shit, I didn't know that. (laughs) I I wish I had another gin and tonic. This dude was big. Oh, man. <coughs> Read on, my brother. Gunma man and his wife accused in fatal assault of ex-girlfriend's son. Gunma Prefectural Police have uh, re-arrested a 27-year-old man and his wife over the alleged fatal abuse of his former girlfriend's four-year-old son, reports TBS News. Ooh, this is fucking dark. It's dark. On Wednesday... On Wednesday, police accused Kazuki Muto of no known occupation, because of course they're always fucking jobless. And his wife, 23 year old uh, Chinatsu of manslaughter in the death of Shuga Tsuchiya. Kazuki admits to the allegations. However, Chinatsu has declined to comment, police said. According to police, Kazuki and Chinatsu allegedly assaulted Shuga. Sorry, Shuga in at uh, Takasaki City residence uh, of Satomi Tsuji. 
the boy's 25-year-old mother on April 22nd. The boy was confirmed dead due to subdermal hemorrhaging early on the following day. Quote, I had stress. Don't we all? Man, fuck you. You know what? At the end of this podcast, it, it fucking pissed me off the most. I have just go fuck yourself, you child beater. <laughs> oh, God. Don't get, yeah. don't get, no, I'm serious, man. Like, okay, like, I'm not, I'm not going to talk a lot about it, but, like, you know, having a kid does change you. And, like, fucking, you know, stories about, like, child abuse just make my fucking blood boil. Because don't get me wrong, like, I love my kid. I love him to death, man. Like, I swear to God, it's just, it's just like, it's, it's weird to see, like, you know, your fucking, like, you know, little kid... Every time I come home from work, my kid wants to play and blah, blah, blah. And I get it, man. Kids are annoying. They do piss you off because, like, you know, sometimes you want me time and they won't leave you alone. But you don't – never once raised my voice to the boy, never smacked him around and physically abused him. I don't, I don't fucking do that. This is not – that shit ain't right. Yep. So, like, stories like this, I'm sorry, make my fucking blood boil. Damn, dude. Tom is pissed. Dude, I can yeah. see the veins in your head popping out, dude. And you got a big head, man. That's what she said. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, you're great, dude. Okay, read on, read on, read on, read on, read on. An examination of the boy's body showed a number of bruises, so he's been repeatedly abused, obviously, some of which seemed old while others appeared new. The latest results are a third uh, are the third in the case. Police arrested Tsushia and Kazuki, who were once engaged in a relationship on, uh, on suspicion of inflicting injury upon the boy in February and, and early April. Police accused Shinatsu of the same crime. However, the charges have been put on hold, according to TV Yasuhi. Quote, I had stress due to parenting. Fuck you. Oh, Tom that is pissed. You wow, you're in a rare form right now there, she man. She was previously quoted by police in admitting the, to inflicting injury upon the boy. Satomi registered her pregnancy during, uh, with the city in December of 2015. After concealing the pregnancy from her family, she gave birth to Shuga in April 2016. Satomi initially arrived and lived in the residence with her parents, and she then moved out several times. Police previously said that Tsuchiya took care of the boy while, she, uh, while his mother was at work. It is not known when his relationship with Satomi ended. According to the government of Takasaki City, a staff member examined Shuga late August. At that time, he had no bruises. Oh, oh man, oh. Tom. That sucks, man. Well, I didn't I'm sorry, dude. I'm fucking sorry. I'm sorry. I fucking picked the wrong, wrong article to go out of. Why did I fucking read that article? They go on with the bang, as you off. said, man. You know what? You right now are acting just like me at the beginning of the fucking episode where I was so pissed off at that motherfucker for both those motherfuckers for starting fights with me on the fucking airplanes and shit, dude. This is your airplane. This is your airplane aggressive right here. Your aggression right there, man. It's fucking hardcore, dude. God damn it. I'm out of gin and tonic, too. I'm pissed off, man. We're both pissed off. <laughs> ah. Johnny, do yourself a favor. Stick your head out the window and shout out like, I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take any more. How about you? <laughs> you saw that movie. That's a classic, by the way. Oh, man. It is, well, it's, a, it's a very it is a very good movie. It is a good movie, man. All right. Okay. Well, on that note, faders, thank you very much for tuning into this very special episode of Got Faded in Japan. You know what, Tom? I think we get the most faded on Mondays, which is kind of odd. I think because we don't do the show for a couple of days. like We do the show on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Then we have, like, basically, we got Saturday and Sunday to cool down. And then Monday, we're like, fuck yeah, let's get wasted. So fucking, 
Yeah, we're in rare form. Or we're in good form. We're in the form, dude. We're ready for the fucking Faded Olympics, man. Anyway, man, uh, Faders, thank you very much for tuning into this special episode of Got Faded Japan. In fact, I think they're all special, man. Has there ever been a non-special episode where I'm like, yo, thanks for tuning in. Um, This episode wasn't special. We did nothing all night. This is not a special episode. Okay, there, there was like... There's a couple of bad episodes that maybe yeah, maybe I did because I was too drunk, but I just remember yeah. like there was one episode. I think the first episode we did the park near my, by my old place, where like I brought over like you know two cartons of like ten percent wine and we just got fucking plowed into the park. That episode was so bad. I don't think I could listen to it after like ten or fifteen minutes because we were just loaded and not making any sense and slurring our words. Other than that, hey, we're great. <laughs> <laughs> for some for some reason people love those episodes. Anyway, well fucking uh, I'm going to get another drink. Huh? For, for for fucking some reason, I don't know why. I don't, I don't know why, but like for some reason our fans fucking love it and you and I get into arguments and just fucking sit there and yell at each other for an, for an hour. Yeah, you I don't do. know why that is. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> faders thank you very much for tuning into this very special episode of Gavita Japan I really had a good time these stories were pretty incredible um, we still got a couple of other episodes fuck dude Faders, thank you very much for tuning into this episode of Got Fitted Japan. I'm sorry if we got a little too faded. I'm not sorry at all. Fucking this is what we do. And um, yeah, we'll definitely see you on Wednesday, which is in two days. So uh, yeah, Tommy, uh, is there anything else to say? Faders, please check out our Facebook page and Instagram. They are free. Yep. If you, if you like the show and like you have the financial means, please do contribute uh, to our Patreon page by all Patreon. means. Patreon! Yeah. Tons of stuff there. Yeah. Yeah. Loads and loads and loads of stuff. If you can't do that, man, check out the Facebook page. We are posting, posting content like two or three times a day, every day. Yep. Bar Videos, none. audio, all that I, shit. I doing- but the Patreon is where we're giving all the good stuff, man. Like, we got a lot of underground Japanese music that we're putting up there. And uh, photos, videos, all sorts of shit. I mean, if you really want to support the show and get some bonus content, that's the place to go. Because, I mean, basically, that's where the fucking titty is. That's where the G-spot is of Got Fitted Japan. So definitely go to that if you can. And if you don't have the cash, as Tom just said, don't worry about it. And also, 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 bum there's a... Um, iTunes. Go to iTunes and give us a five-star review and write something groovy because uh, hey, it helps us and why the fuck not? It's free. And it takes two seconds to do. Shit, dude. I am fucking faded and I need another drink. Woo! Oh, shit, faders. We'll see you on Wednesday. Peace. Bye-bye. My own brother, a goddamn shit something vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse and Lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. God, the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! You sure I should do this, man? We're going freaky! We came, we saw, we kicked his ass! Your move, creep. Oh, man. I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Eh, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.